I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask what the inspiration was behind that. I'm going to move straight to the Asian market. Uh, Edging up this morning as new Optimus returns uh, market confidence there. I, I think it has more to do with what we saw there. Price of oil, which rallied nearly by 6% uh, early hours this morning, Sakina, which sort of puts a little bit of optimism back back into this space uh, of the Asian markets trades. During the Asian trade, U.S. crude slipped by 0.3%, uh, also going down to as much as 45 dollars a barrel. Sakina, I don't know when last you saw this kind of number. It seems like it doesn't want to break into the $50 mark, and hence the reason why we're going to have that petrol price uh, decrease uh, of $0.43 cents, uh, by December. So it's welcome news, obviously, but it has helped also to stabilize the Asian market. The Australian uh, AFS 200 by 0.1%. You have the Nikkei doing relatively well there, up by 1.89%. And the yen remaining weak against the greenback, which helped obviously the Japanese stocks to do relatively well. Nintendo stocks jumped 2.9 percent on the day after they uh, they announced that they're going to be releasing uh, the new Super Mario uh, Run Mobile. Uh, did you play Super Mario again? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario is coming back again uh, on mobiles uh, uh, in December. Uh, the Chinese markets were also pretty much mixed, but mostly in the positive, the Shanghai Composite, slightly down 3.14%, but it was helped by the Shenzhen Composite, which is up by 25 basis points. So all in all, Asian markets really in the positive, including the likes of the Kosti, for example, also looking very strong, up by 80 basis points this morning. Well, and of course, we'll keep a BDI on those developments. Uh, the uh, uh, Trump, Trump, Donald Trump. Uh, that tantrum continues to dilute emerging market performances. And we're struggling here. We're struggling. But, of course, 2% gain yesterday, not too shabby. Sakina, yesterday he appointed some guy who's apparently an open racist onto his, as his chief of staff. And, and there were very much great concerns in that particular appointment. It seems like we're starting to see signs now of where this president is going to be going. Um, uh, this man has been called um, a, uh, a is it homophobic. Yes, he's been called homophobic as well. So a bit of a, a, a situation that arose as well. Obviously, a lot of people are very worried, uh, particularly the, 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 the uh, deputy president-elect as well. Uh, Mr. Pence, also very worried about the appointments that have been made by Trump. Uh, however, we wait and see what this Trump is going to mean. But at the moment, Sakina, it is bad news for emerging markets, unfortunately. Uh, we were uh, fortunate enough to get a clip, uh, a clip of uh, what the city analyst, city bank analyst, had to say about the expected meltdown in emerging market assets, uh, including currencies. And we've seen this with the RAND being really, really uh, unstable there uh, before the run to the United States elections, even after uh, that it was actually pretty worse. So the forecast was looking at the research of note of emerging markets, particularly the, the, the credit spread, um, uh, which could widen by more than 30 to 40 basis points in the interim. Um, a credit spread is obviously the difference, Sakina, between the yield on a treasury and the bond on the same maturity, but offering less security. Let's just remember that. So we, we, when you see these being uh, destabilized, when they're not uh, consistent, then you get worried because you look at your 10-year treasuries, uh, U.S. treasuries, which indicate that there is a little bit of uh, uncertainty within the market, and so money is pulled out 
but most of that money is coming back because it's been held by the emerging markets. So you start seeing outflows back into developed markets, and that's a big concern uh, for the likes of the BRICS, for example, who are in the emerging market space. Nonetheless, uh, they believe that the market volatility is likely to remain higher given the potential pressure on the U.S. strategies and uncertainty over the policy and what Trump will be doing uh, and as he continues his appointment. So it's a, it's a, it's a concern, Sakina. Uh, I don't know what if, why we call it a 10 Trump. It's a Trump, Trump, Trump. But he's going to win bigly, bigly, bigly. That we know. <laughs> well, well, well. And then Telcom, some good news uh, for, uh, coming oh, yeah. out of that uh, quarter. Telcom paying dividends um, uh, in its half-year results, signaling some nice, strong revenue there. So can, I, can we just give it up for Mr. Sipomasego? Can we just be very honest? And, and, and we remember where Telcom was. Uh, two and a half years ago, it was all that it was called an old crook. It's not going to be able to sustain itself. It won't be innovative. It won't be able to make money. It's a dying horse. People named Telcom all sorts of things. It has been turned around uh, thanks to the CEO at the helm, uh, Mr. Sipo Nkosi, uh, Sipo um, uh, 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 Telcom South Africa's biggest fixed-line phone company in the country uh, will pay its first ever interim dividend after reporting higher revenues and profit and will continue to invest in mobile business boost um, uh, to, to continue with its growth. So, you know, the company uh, completed a turnaround phase of strategy in June that includes cutting jobs, outsourcing services such as uh, telephone directoring uh, and printing and sending some profit as well, which helped them to regain some sustainability. Uh, you had 40% owned by the government. It said that it made an interim dividend of 131 cents per share, which will be welcomed by some of my clients who hold the stock. Obviously, they'll be very excited to see that. Uh, so it gives shareholders a lot of certainty, and it enables them to attract a lot more value. Uh, when you talk about companies that are, 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 are you know, you, we call them SOEs, that are very reasonable, which, which, which make it make sense then to have such companies because you can have you can attract more foreign direct investment into companies like these. Headlines very positive, up 14.3 percent year on year, over 12,000. Uh, the company uh, also launched its mobile phone business five years ago, remember, and that has been turned around as well. Remember, it was called what ATA. <laughs> that didn't work. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So they went they went back and called it Telcom Mobile. Congratulations to Telcom I think, are in order. Okay, and as you slide down that rabbit hole, uh, you know, uh, have a good journey. <laughs> uh, we'll speak to you again tomorrow as the signal deteriorates. And I'm sure Lebu Masike can now uh, go on and face the world. But thank you so much, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.